Hey, you know what time it is. It's Showtime Balling NZ, our basketball podcast, speaking to ballers around Aotearoa, talk about their life and times in the game of basketball, their way, what's good. In this episode, it's our first part of our series on our road to the 2020 Secondary Schools Nationals. Now, we're speaking into Zone 1, and the man who we got on board on this episode is Mike Lacey, who runs the Lacey Lowdown. And he pretty much has a lowdown about the majority of the teams up in the Auckland area, not just the teams, also coaches and players. So he was a pretty much a no-brainer to speak about this area. Now, this is our first episode around the Nationals build-up. Now, we'll be talking to others around the other zones coming up very, very soon. But, yo, without further ado... Let's go. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Skinny Fizz. Skinny Fizz, sparkling water with a splash of real New Zealand fruit extract made right here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. No sweetness, just refreshingly real. Skinny Fizz comes in three flavours, lemon, lime and raspberry. For more information, hit them up on www.skinnyfizz.co.nz. Go get it. Alright, Karakata Kato, welcome to the show. Showtime balling, balling all levels. Uh, this is our road to the nationals. We have the chicken with our main man from Auckland, part of the Lacey Lowdown. Mike Lacey, welcome to the show. Jordan. Okay, this is our you. double up from last year, um, 2019. As we've seen in the nationals, the champions coming from, well, for the males, the men's St. Kentigen. Uh, for 2019 and 2020, man, she's going to be a bit of an interesting one. But um, yeah, how's things? Yeah, um, you're right. Uh, St. Kent's took out that title, um, dominated Rosmini in the final, and um, they um, St. Kent's have lost Shalom Broughton. He's probably their only major, uh, their major loss from last year, and uh, they've had. Uh, Dante Nance transfer from Rangitara into their program. So totally different player, but um, they're going to be strong again. And uh, my take of it is that uh, top two qualifiers from zone one will be will be St. Kent's and uh, Rangitara College, who are 4-0 in the Premier competition in Auckland right now. So uh, lock those two in for, uh, for a spot at Nationals and and lock them in for uh, having a good run at the title. Would would pick both of those to be semi finalists, I think, right mm. right now. So um from your, your analysis of um of both teams, we know that um yeah again Shalom Broaden had a you know a phenomenal run at even last year, even the year before, like they were quite, you know, yeah, where we you know where they ended up, you know, they did they did well. But um again Rosmany was yeah. pretty tough. Um, that was still that 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 solid core, and even last year you got to tip, tip your hat off to many you know three three national um, finals in a row, um, and just coming up short. As you said, they did dominate it, but um, you know again, Rosmany showed their class, and it was good. Yeah, they did, um, but they you know they had a lot of year thirteens last year, Rosmany, so uh, they. I'd be surprised if they can make a really, you know, strong run into mm. the last four. Nothing's 
possible. Uh, Tane Murray is obviously a, a standout player. Unfortunately for them, he's he's injured right now. He broke a bone in his hand at, uh, during the NBL playing for the playing for the Huskies. But uh, he played really well for the Huskies, and they're going to miss him for the next probably two or three mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah. But they they don't just don't have the Rosemary don't have the depth that they've had in the last couple of years. If they got injuries, you know there was always another guy uh, who could step in. But not quite the same this year. A lot of decent young players yeah. coming through. And uh, shout out to uh, to young Charlie Dalton, who looks like he's going to be a, a good player, and Tom Beatty. But they're only year elevens, and it's asking a lot of them to uh, step into Tane shoes. Mm. So. I get I make I make them a qualifier for sure, but uh, I still think um, that Rangi Toto and uh, St Kent's are, you know, uh, probably a, a rung above Rosmond. Yeah, team. so yeah, Tay Murray did a great job um, with um, obviously with Tall Blacks as well, and he's definitely got a bright future. And is probably his partner in crime with um, Sean Murphy as well. So those two have got a bit of a workload on their shoulders, a kind of uplift. And try and, as you said, to try and breach the top four to kind of, you know, make a run to trying to get to nationals. Yeah, that Rosmond are going to rely on those two greatly to to carry the scoring load. They've got other players who can complement them. Uh, young Peter Maxwell Torpia, brother of Ray Hana, um, he's pretty good. And then with, they've got others who can uh, lend a hand, but uh, they're certainly going. To on those two uh, up front to, uh, as I say, carry the carry most of the scoring. Okay, now we um, we talked about St. Kentigen, uh defending reigning um, champions. Now, with some of them, you know, some of the key players, Shalom Borden leaving, but they did leave behind a real good backcourt, obviously with Alex McNaught, uh, and they got the, and they've, and they've yeah. got their beef in the middle. Um, with Levitt Kerr as well. So, um, what else can we um we can expect from um from this team? Well, I think the other player that played very well for them was uh, Caslo Evans. Um, so, if you if you add in Dante Nance, uh, Nance, then you've got arguably the most talented backcourt mm. in the country. I think Caslo, Alex McNaught, such a reliable point guard, Dante Nance. Problem for Aaron Young, I think the coach is, yeah, how do I work those three in? Um, sharing the ball and sharing the load. Then they've got other, you know, they've got a nice Martin Gann, the, the captain. Um, he was captain last year. He's just a real good, uh, solid player. And as you say, Levick Kerr, the tall timber in the middle. So um, I think, yeah, they've, they've got a nice, a nice balanced team. Um, and they certainly played for each other last year, and um, I, I think uh, I think Rangi Toto have probably uh, greater depth, but I think Kent's probably have the best, probably the best starting five in the um, in the competition in Auckland mm. this season. So when we talk about St Kent's, what does their bench look like? Is it have they got set players that come off the bench and complement, give a little bit of depth, or do they find themselves a bit shallow? Um, I think they're a little bit shallow, but they, you know, Aaron Young tends to get yeah. the best out of those guys. They're, they're all for um, for the for the battle, and uh, I, you know, I think they will be they'll be well primed by the time they get to nationals, and I would expect them to make another 
another good run through the championship. Okay, so yeah, Aaron Young again does a great job for for St Kent's. Uh, you would bet them to probably go deep in the national tournament to uh, to get in. Yeah, yeah, I would. I mean, it's it's a tough tournament, and you're never going to say that any one team is is going to dominate it. But I would I would be surprised if they're if they're not. You know, certainly in the I'd I'd pick them to make the last four. That's it. And um, yeah, once you make the last four, anything anything can happen. But uh, they won't have it all their own way. But um, they'll be they'll be there or thereabouts. Okay, so yeah, again, so we looked at um. The Rangi Toto with um, Coach Stone. We've been hearing some good stuff. I mean, looking on, on the live streams, they've they've pretty much retained a big, humongous chunk of the team from last year, or was it pretty much all the same team as returned back this year? Yep. Yeah, they've got a lot of you know a lot of last year's team, um, but uh, I mean they did they have lost players. But when I look at the way they're playing at the moment, I mean the last couple of games at least. They play without Ethan Skelton, who I regard as a extremely talented um, ball handler. Um, but that's allowed a young young Lucas Payne, Harry Payne's younger brother, uh, to step up. Uh, and Lucas has been, you know, he's a he's a nice scorer. Um, but I think Zach Riley is is the key man for them. He's um, he's all class. That young man, he, he can score the ball. He's probably the best defensive guard in the Auckland competition, perhaps along with um, Alex McNaught. And uh, then they've got other talented player, uh, Zeke Priest, mm. nice wing player. Oh, and uh, young Jacob Fotu coming up. The young, the young Fotu coming in behind Isaac and Dan Fotu. So he's starting to establish himself in the team. And um, yeah, and, and obviously Kenny Stone, vastly experienced coach, always gets uh, always gets the best out of his team. And therefore, right now, Jordan, they're they're unbeaten in the Open Premier competition. They're they're four wins, zero losses. They still do have to play St Kent's, and and that'll be that'll be a fantastic game. I'm looking forward to that. That's a couple of weeks away. Yeah. Um, Table right now. Unbeaten. Yeah, well, when I view that team, a lot of lot of speed to burn, so they, they really kind of push the pace. And uh, and yeah, like I said, Coach Kenny Stone, he does, man, he he knows how to get get the best out of players and out of teams. He's he's been to the top and he's won the championship. So um, yeah, so um, there's for them is there a little bit of what's what's the balance on terms of their height? Was it, is it like a bit of height, a bit of guys? Because you know when you get to nationals, that's very important. Uh, yeah, well, they're missing young Winyard at the moment because he's out injured. I mean, he's a he's a monster. He he's sort of in in the Levick Kerr mold, the very you know big, powerful, strong young young athlete. But uh, I'm not sure about when he will be back for them. So they don't really have a tremendous amount of height, but they've got good balance because you look you look at their guards and you know with, with Zach Riley and uh, as I say. Uh, Ethan Skelton, they're, they're long athletic guards, so they're quite even right across across the court. You know, they can they can field a a five of probably all around about the six two, six three, six four mark, and um, yeah, and, and those two can get rebounds um, just as easily as their forwards. So I don't 
I don't see too much weakness in in the Rangitoa. Okay, so now you characterize it around the rest of the competition. You got like your Auckland Grammars and Mount Albert Grammars. So um, yeah. yeah, Lindsay Tate. Yeah. On the helm there with them. Yeah, I want to give a big plug for Auckland Grammar. I've seen them a couple of times. They they went down in a close game to uh, to Rosmini on the opening day of the Auckland Premier Competition, but since then. Uh, They've had three good wins, um, including a win against St. Kentigan. And um, they're obviously well well led by Lindsay, Lindsay Tate. Um, and I watched them really pull away from Westlake Boys last week in, uh, in, the, in the final quarter to win at Westlake. And I was pretty impressed. Uh, got a, a great point guard, I think, in Conor Nunn, who understands the game and, and runs the show. And, and they've got no stars. They've got really no, you know, they've got some good players. Caleb Landon is a, is a sort of long lean forward. And, and Luca Bay, another athletic forward. But they don't have any real superstars, I don't think. But collectively, I was mightily impressed with them last week. And uh, I think they're a team to keep a lookout for. Uh, again, they're another pick for me to make. Yeah. Make a good run at nationals, top, potentially top eight. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they qualify thir- third in mm-hmm. the Auckland region. I think. Did we explain, Jordan, that oh, Zone One has five? Uh, sorry, yeah. six spots. Six. That as you yeah. understand it. So the way they're organising that is uh, at the end of the first round of games in the Auckland Premier competition, the top four teams will gain automatic selection. Then the next three plus Whangarei boys will play off in a, a mini tournament to decide the final two places. But I uh, I have Auckland Grammar as an automatic qualifier in the top four. And then let's look at um, DC with Mags. What, um, what's, what's the go with him? Yep. Yeah, I can't tell you too much about mags except that dc always seems to get the best out of his team in the second half of the season so providing they qualify for the nationals they've got two they've got two key games coming up they've uh they're one and three at the moment but they've got to play rosmini and they've got to play westlake so they'll be looking at those as two two winnable games uh, and if they do that, they might get an automatic qualifying spot. But if they don't, if they end up in that, uh, that sort of mini tournament and there's only two spots available, I think I think they'll come through. They've got Satan Tawera as their mm. their key man. He's a he's a really good guard. And then they've got other players like Morgan Aono, uh, Dakota Stevens. But I can't tell you too much about them, unfortunately, Jordan, because they're the they're the the one team I haven't seen. Well, last year they did a great job. They got deep in the in the national standings. So um, um, obviously we had the likes of Nathan Wilson in their team. Um, obviously Satan was in their team as well, and he's going to be again with like the likes of like Rosmini. Those sort of players are going to feel the workload because they've got to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. They uh, they were they were a nice surprise, perhaps not a surprise package at nationals last year. That- that's probably been a bit unfair on them, but I don't think too many people pick them to to be a, a top four team. And um, yeah, you know, once you get to nationals, 
anything's possible. And DC, as I say, he his teams always seem to get better on, uh, in the second half of the season. So wouldn't surprise me if they they do the same again. Um, there, there's a yeah, a bunch of teams in the middle of the table at the moment: Rosmini, uh, Mags, Liston, and Westlake, all jockeying for for positions. I think we can count some Peters out. St. Peter's College there, 0-4, and, and they look slightly off the pace. But uh, any of the other seven Auckland Premier teams um, are, lo- are looking pretty handy. Yeah, well, um, with uh, Westlake, they're carrying probably one NBL champion there at the moment. Uh, you can take that. You can claim it. <laughs> yeah, why not? What did he do? I think he played in a couple of games. So he... He's got that to brag about, and uh, I know he was he was right into it. He was uh, one of the one of the uh, bench warmers, and um, and did a did a good little job for them. But uh, yeah, he he's pretty key for them. Um, they're the only team who've got a new coach this year. They got Tony, Tony mm-hmm. Webster, of course, who's uh, a bit of a legend in New Zealand basketball. Certainly was a fantastic player. And, um, yeah, they're the only team that changed their head coach this year. And um, they're, they're perhaps not as strong, have to be fair, as Westlake teams have been in the past. Um, they certainly look a bit more vulnerable, but they've still got guys that can score the ball. Josh Kuiman is a, a really good perimeter shooter. And they've got a lot of other very handy players. Ruben Natouche, um, Liam Spencer people like that who uh, can get the job done. They're still, I think, searching for a bit, little bit of identity and and trying to find out the best way to play. And they can't leave it too much longer because, as I say, they're only one win and three losses. And uh, they play Rangitoto tonight. Oh, sorry, they play Rosmini tonight. And if Rosmini win, that will... Uh, pretty much secure them a top four spot, but it would mean that Westlake would definitely be in that four-team tournament in, uh, in three or four weeks' time. But if Westlake wins tonight, it's a whole new ball game because then they're two and three and and uh, right back in the mix. Well, Tony Webster is no surprise that he's in the, the Westlake program with his, his sons, you know, pretty much... Legendary yeah. status within the Westlake um, realm, man. It's a bit of a tough one when you look at Westlake when they lose uh, the caliber of like a Sam Meningo's, you know, off to the states and yeah. and you know everything was central around him. Who was he had fantastic nationals last year, or even you know high school career. So um, yeah, it's a tough gig. Yes, Sam was right up there with with a high quality player and one of the best players I think around. Yeah, all round players to come out of. Auckland Premier Basketball in the last four or five years. And it'll be interesting to see how his college career pans out. But it 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 has left quite a hole. And yeah, as I say, I just don't feel Westlake are quite the team they have been in recent years, and certainly not um, yeah not quite up there with uh, with the St Kent's and the um, and the Rangi Rangi Todos and even Auckland Grammar this season. So I wouldn't be surprised if they end up in that um, four that are contesting the last two spots. And, and along with Liston College, I think, um, uh, 
Lister and coached by Kea Samson. They're, um, they're a handy team. I've only seen them play once this, this year. They've got a big centre. Troy Lee Baker is pretty handy. And then they've got some other um, capable guards. Uh, Safa Prasad, James Hickey, Desmond Hello. Those sorts of players are, um, are very handy players. But whether they, whether they can really test the top teams uh, on a consistent basis, I, I perhaps have my doubts about that. But um, who knows? Second half of the season, they, they, may, uh, they may get a few more wins. But right now, their only win is against bottom place St. Peter's. So it'll be, uh, it's going to be tough going for Liston to qualify for nationals. They came up short last year, finished eighth out of in the uh, zone one qualifiers and of course the top seven uh went to nationals so i know they were gutted about that and would love to to get a shot at nationals this year but just got my doubts whether they've just got enough quality yeah again COVID has definitely thrown a bit of a spanner in the works um shortening everyone's um, aspirations but again we're thinking about a shout out to the far north with bangare boys they, they they made their way to the nationals last year is it a bit too far from this year? Yeah. Yeah, they were, and I saw them play at qualifiers, and they were, um, they were really, uh, yeah, did a great job at qualifiers, and um, really shook up some of those, some of the, <clears throat> the big shots from Auckland, and uh, they'll be looking to do the same again. I have no idea what sort of, you know, how many of last year's team they've retained, how many they've lost in terms of year 13s that have now moved on, but. Um, I'm sure they'll be enthusiastic, and I'm sure when they come down um, to play in that tournament at uh, Event Finder Stadium, um, they'll be a handful. Yeah, sure. Well, if Ray Cameron's got anything to say about it, you know, he's going to come firing guns blazing with his team. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sure is, um, and and good on them. I mean, it's we don't we don't want Zone One always dominated by the Auckland schools, you know. We, we, it's nice if we can get some uh, some far north uh, teams qualifying, and uh, yeah, I wish I wish them well when they uh, when they come down. I look forward to seeing. Them okay, well. so that's the male side of the coin, females, the girls. What can you what can you talk, talk about them? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've seen all the girls' teams play. Bar uh, St Mary's, St Mary's. Uh, what did they finish third? At? Can't remember where they finished third or fourth at nationals last year. Um, yeah, and they're they're unbeaten, but they've had a couple of scares. They almost uh, they were losing most of the game against Massey High a couple of weeks ago. Came good, uh, came good against Rangitoto in the second half last week. So I think it's again like last year. I think it's St Mary's, St Mary's uh, College, mm-hmm. which is in Ponsonby. Uh, coached by Jody Cameron. So they've got Zalia, Kalali Fulhu, Kat Leslie, um, and the Tanana Williams sisters, Liata and Safina. So they're, they're pretty good, but um, they're not quite firing on all cylinders just yet. And Westlake girls are, are much the same. They've got a, they've obviously lost the likes of Emmy Shearer, um, but they've got a, a pretty strong squad of players. Uh, Jess Moores is their standout player for me, but they've got other nice players like the McKenzie's, Mackenzie Chapfield, Mackenzie mm-hmm. Boucher, and uh, I, you know you can—they're both unbeaten, um, four wins, zero losses. So those two teams will definitely go to 
nationals and will definitely be a, yeah, the, the two strongest teams from this part of the country. Um, at the other end, you can rule out Carmel College, unfortunately, and you can rule out uh, Mags. Those teams, two teams are 0 and 4, so uh, only five teams qualifying. And, and they're just going to take the top five teams at the end of round one of the Auckland Premier competition, as I understand it. So if that's the case, those two teams you rule out, which leaves take Westlake to Mary's top two, three spots remaining. So you've got four schools chasing. That's got those, uh, those what have we got? Three spots. So you've got Balladine College and Epsom Girls, who both came into the Premier league this season and I like the way both of those teams play um, and Rangitoto College coached by Josh Davis and Massey High coached by Tim Ryan so one of those teams one of those four is going to miss out and uh, hard to pick mm -hmm. right now maybe Massey but as I say I like Baladine they've come up a um, couple of nice players uh, Coach Andrew Park's daughter, Lily, nice player. Uh, she's been racking up some points and they've got a, a young lady, Rittoria Tamilo, who is a real long, lean uh, athletic centre who has great potential. So she's a shot-blocking uh, <laughs> machine, that lady. So they've got a good start. They're three wins and one loss already. And, and Epsom girls under Wayne Fowler, Two wins, two losses. Um, you, you probably know about, lots of people know about the Arua boys, but Sarah Joy Arua, who is the younger sister, um, is a real strong player for them. And uh, Flo Dallow, Florence Dallow, they're their two key players. They're quite, ca they're quite capable of beating anyone on their day. Epsom girls. Uh, Rangi Todo. Um, Doing all right this season, looking quite good. Sontane Noom Duckworth playing well. The the Rogers sisters, Wayaria and Araha, nice strong players. Kelly Tarthio, nice guard who seems to uh, capable of racking up the points for them. And then and then Massey High, who uh, perhaps of those four teams who are pushing for the final three spots, perhaps the most vulnerable. But I. Yeah, I wouldn't certainly wouldn't rule them out at this stage. Ramona, uh, for never too sure how to pronounce mm -hmm. that saying. That's so nice. Ramona Fuava, 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 I'm apologize, but anyway, Ramona is, um, probably their strongest player. So they got a couple of nice, uh, couple of nice athletic guards. Um, and, and quite a powerful forward, Sharon Toalia. To, Toalio. I'm pretty poor at these <laughs> pronunciations. Yeah. And Shazali Henry, another nice guard. So they've got a nice team. And they pushed, as I mentioned earlier, they pushed St. Mary's all the way the other day. They are really, I think they really regret uh, missing out on that. Tim Ryan said it was their best chance for uh, the coach. It was a, a real good chance for them to cause an upset. And he wonders whether they'll ever get a better opportunity. And they, they just, yeah, led all the way and then just couldn't close out the game. So they've, 
they've obviously proved that they can beat anyone. And I think take out Westlake and St Mary's and, and the other teams are all pretty even. Nice. Um, yeah, when you look at um, yeah, shout out to Camel because Taylor Dalton put pretty much put them on their back last on their back last year and took them to nationals. So um, yeah, yeah, and um, you know they it was a surprise package at nationals. Um, and then we look at the likes of as you said, like St Mary's. You probably would say they would potentially go deep in the national frame, and um, at the tournament. Yep, yeah, because really they've only lost um, the older Kalahi mm. Fulu sister, um, Jazz. Um, pretty much all the other players have, have returned, so you would think that they should go, they should go deep in nationals, um, and I just think they are probably. A shade better than Westlake, but yeah, we'll wait and see when the when the two teams have played each other. Um, Westlake again are probably a top eight team. I doubt is they're a top four team, but I'd love to be proved wrong. The, yeah, I guess on their day, those teams kind of cancel. Like, as, as you were mentioning, like Zalia Kailahi Fulu, and then on the opposite end, like Jessica Moores. Two tough players play different positions, yep. but they're so influential on their team. Um, and yeah, like it could be yeah, on the day. You don't know who's going to do it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Two t- totally different style of players, but um, Jess Moore's high motor, tough, tough as nails, and Zalia, tough inside player. So, um, yeah, they're um, two two to look out for. But um, yeah, I just, I just I just fancy St Mary's are slightly better, but I'm really looking forward to. Seen those two teams match up. Not quite sure when they meet. It must be um, pretty sure it's not this, not tonight. So um, sometime in the next fortnight, we'll, we'll get a chance to see them go head to head and uh, and have a better gauge on on who might be the uh, the number one seed out of um, this part of part of the country. Awesome, Mike Lacey. Hey, thank you again for your time, uh, Lacey Lowdown. Always reliable on the information that's given on Zone One or the Auckland area. Uh, you've been doing it for a long time, and that's why I said you're our guy for Auckland. Hey, Jordan, it's a pleasure. Um, love covering uh, high school hoops, and uh, keep up the, the good work with the podcast, and uh, we'll talk Most again definitely. in the future. <coughs> okay, take care. Yeah. Cheers, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's full time. Thank you very much for taking your time out with us here at Showtime Morning NZ. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. See you next time. We'd like to actually let you know we are on Facebook and Instagram. We have a social media platform. Jump in, engage. If you have highlights or news you'd like to share around New Zealand basketball or even across the world, DM or PM us. We'll do our best to represent you. And you can represent us, copying the merch, help build our brand so we can keep on the grind and making sure that we are still balling all levels. Until next time, peace.